Back with another Community Spotlight, and our group this week is Cinnamon Girl. Their CEO, Renee Richard, joins us. And first of all, let me be out front. I am a girl dad, so I have two daughters. Uh, my oldest is, a, is our son, Dominic. He's 26. Our daughters, Olivia, are 25, and Sophia, who's 19. So I am very excited to hear about the things that you've got involved uh, with girls and, and mentoring and things of that nature. And I just want to start initially, Renee, with... First, how did you come up with the name? And then I want to get to uh, you know to the message of what you're trying to deliver. Tell me about Cinnamon Girl, how um, that came about. Well, um, Vince, it was a uh, t- almost 20 years ago. It was 18 years ago, and I was grappling with a name that um, everybody would love, including my board. And they all wanted a real formal name, a National Association of Girls, blah blah. And I just said, you know, what would be a name that girls would be proud to wear and what and and what would stick? And um, one night I went to sleep and came up with Cinnamon Girl. That's it. Cinnamon Girl. And um, ever since then, girls have had uh, that name on their letterman's jackets, their nicknames, some of some of their handles on social media. So talk about sticking. And then every time I have gone before people, Gavin Newsom and all these various people who I've met along the way have just told me that they love the name. It sticks. They'll never forget Cinnamon Girl. So there we are. Renee, in in general, what is the main message of your group? For somebody to get involved, they get involved because of what you do. What are some of those areas Mm -hmm. that that you focus on? Yes. Well, the biggest thing is um, we focus on girls that are destined for greatness. That is our tagline. That is what we stand for. We are developing girls who want to do something awesome in the world. And um, we have designed a platform where girls can literally come and meet role models, meet other girls that are doing amazing things, develop rich friendships, and um, be able to pursue any career that they aspire to. And they learn it and find role models through Cinnamon Girl. Um, Our mission is basically providing girls with access, experiences, and a breadth of professionals to literally um, have the have role models so that they can aspire to whatever they want in life. And so it's it's really a cool organization. I'm very proud of the work that we do. Renee, let me tie it in with Major League Baseball because there was a significant event that happened in baseball on my side of the business on broadcasting. About two and a half weeks ago was the first ever Major League broadcast entirely made up of women, professional broadcasters who are excellent in their own right and have uh, earned a a great reputation for their hard work and really kind of pushing through and breaking through the ceiling and getting this great opportunity, whether it's play-by-play or color or analysis. And it was a a tremendous thing. The point being, it's taken so long for this to happen. So with your daily challenges of of getting girls in these scenarios and, and giving them the encouragement to believe that they can do anything, how hard has that been in 18 years and, and how much progress do you feel like Cinnamon Girl has made? Well, I have to say, you know, the A's have been supporting us probably since day one. I have to thank you guys. You guys have always been a huge supporter of Cinnamon Girl. Um, but it has been a var- very arduous journey. It is not easy. I do not come from a wealth of money 
I only come from a person who is very passionate about young girls and young girls of color. I would be very passionate about boys, but I don't know what it's like to be a boy. I know what it's like to be a girl growing up under harsh circumstances. And today's girls are under the most, um, I think, more pressure than any um, than any group of uh, you know, that, that we've had social media brings about a lot of pressure on girls. Mental uh, stability is a problem with our youth. And um, these girls, um, all girls need some place to go where they can find a safe space and they can chop it up and, um, and interact with uh, high performing uh, women and learn the, the, the tricks of the trade, meaning learning how do you uh, uh, aspire to, to greatness when you don't really have as many role models as you need. Um, so these are the conversations that we have. We, we, we provide uh, different, different venues through cohorts. So basically we have um, girls who are um, writers, uh, girls who love to read books, girls who love to travel, and girls who are interested in STEAM. So those are the, the key cohorts that we have. It's called, um, the first one is called Passport Book Club. Those are for young girls who are literally interested in just reading books. They're tweens. It's a great place for girls to meet other brilliant girls who are interested in reading books. And then we have Write Your Story. Those are girls who love to write and want to learn about the literary industries. So those girls come together that I have some of the most brilliant women of color that are teaching our girls storytelling and poetry. And uh, that program culminates in an amazing anthology. The anthology is going to be a book of short stories and poetry written by black and brown girls. That anthology comes out in September. And so we are going to be hosting an awesome reception. That'll be a book talk as well as the cinnamon girls will be doing readings from their books, um, from the book. And that'll come about in October. And I wanna invite all of your um, fans, whoever is interested in the work that we're doing to, to come and check out that reception. It'll be held at the Thelma Harris Gallery on College Avenue. It's a black owned gallery. And we're gonna be hosting a reception on Halloween afternoon. So. A lot of kids will be doing some trick-or-treating. They can come and actually listen to these cinnamon girls uh, share their stories and, of course, pick up um, the anthology, which will be sold at the gallery that day. Renee Richard is the CEO. She's the founder. She's the executive director. She does it all with Cinnamon Girl. And you're talking about various age groups that can get in, involved in different programs through your organization. But the simple question is, if I have a daughter that fits in any of these areas, how do they get involved with Cinnamon Girl? How do they reach you? How does that process take place? Yes, thank you so much, Vince. So they can reach, they can get all the information. I'm currently recruiting girls right now for the various cohorts. I would say, please visit cinnamongirl.org. That's www.cinnamongirl, singular, one word. Uh, visit our website. We're based here in Oakland, but it's a virtual program. So girls all over the country can participate. But I can tell you that uh, once a cinnamon girl is in our program, she's definitely destined for greatness. And she is all that she aspires to be. We put the role models in front of her and uh, safe conversations with other brilliant girls. It's a fun place to be. What's it been like with various girls, putting them in these 
positive situations and watching them maybe in some ways come out of their shell or gain new confidence or even growing confidence and, and seeing that evolve over time. Well, that is the best part. That's the you hit on the biggest kept secret that I always tell my mentors who are um, doing this work with me is that the transformation that we see these girls make from being nine years old to 12 to 15 to 18. Generally, most of them go straight to college, but you will see a transformation that is in the way that she expresses herself, her voice. She's developed her ability to, to literally just communicate because she's had so many so much practice. We've given the girls opportunity, opportunities to interview uh, successful role models and some pretty awesome celebrities. Um, but the transformation we see, there's a physical and a mental trans transformation. And we see the, the, the voice develop, but we see her develop her sense of beauty. She comes in, she might be really shy, doesn't say too much, holding her head, maybe not looking up. By the time she's a senior, she's wearing her hair naturally. She is um, participating in uh, uh, speaking engagements. Um, she's doing just awesome things. And then she has this tremendous confidence that you just can't buy. It's something that she has developed through the years. And I, it is it is the biggest paycheck for me ever when I see my girls literally go through that transformation. What what are the steps? I mean, I, it's great to put them in a, in a situation with some of your powerful mentors and hear their story and and kind of facilitate back and forth some conversation, but there are other steps along the way that helps them use your programs and, and learn to grow. I'm just curious, you can't just put a kid in a situation and expect them just to do it. What, what other uh, tools do you have in place that, that gives mm -hmm. uh, you, your organization, Cinnamon Girl, and the, and the girls that participate, what, what helps them through that process? Yes. So, the tools that we make, we have in place are literally, um, so we do it by cohort. So the girls come to the program wanting to write and learn um, short story or storytelling, or they may come to the program and want to learn about STEAM, science, tech, engineering, art, math, and medicine. So we have these amazing women of color who are experts in the field. And they are so, um, uh, I guess, uh, committed to getting a young girl's attention that her presentation is so rich. It doesn't feel like the cinnamon girls are in a Zoom meeting or in a classroom at all. The color, the, the presentations are so colorful, hands on, using different medias to get the girls attention and more, most importantly, getting the girls to uh, be courageous to write their story or ask questions or share what's going on in their life. And once they begin to share and bring other people into their lives, they begin to realize that there is growth, that uh, where they are is not going to determine where they land. Um, and they begin to really start to see that there are so many uh, options for them. And so it, it's just a beautiful hands-on program. It is virtual, but I can tell you, um, we have some master classes that our um, women of color instructors have given, and the girls say, man, that three hours went by like, you know, in 20 minutes, because it's so fascinating. 
Um, so it's a rich program. These girls are learning a lot. I have some of the most amazing people that are actually designing the program. Um, and I, uh, I'm the ED. I literally just kind of uh, wrangle in the families and mentor my, my girls and find those instructors, but the instructors do it all. And all of this can be seen on the website, cinnamongirl.org. Renee, even in a community as diverse as Oakland is, and maybe it isn't as prevalent here, but it can be in other areas where kids of color may not even be in an educational program with, with teachers of color at all, or uh, maybe, maybe once or twice. So that connection, it must be significant when they see, I want to be a writer and the person that I want to learn from looks like me, yes. was me, grew up like me. Yes. And, and, and that must strengthen that bond initially that allows uh, maybe, a, I don't want to say a fast track, but it, it allows maybe some walls to come down for the, for the, for the girls yeah, exactly. and, that, and, then, and then be able to you know, it, speed it that up. Huge. It is huge, uh, Vince. So huge that um, it doesn't take much for me to move the needle in these girls' lives because the people that they meet, the rich people they meet and the conversations they have with these folks. And they realize, because as you know, growing up, you think your life is kind of like, this is my life. And this is kind of like where it's going to be. You have no idea how life kind of takes you in these meandering paths. Well, when you meet a, a female who has the same upbringing as you, same hair, the same skin color, the same language, and you see that she's a CEO or that she's a C-level person or she's an accomplished author, uh, then that you realize, oh, man. So what my what everybody is telling me that I can achieve is true. Like I really can uh, do some amazing things in this world. And there's proof right in front of you. And not only is this a one on one Zoom call, but this is a relationship that this girl is going to ha have, because not only do I have coaches that are teaching these awesome master classes, but I have um, the same level of female that literally is that girl's one-on-one -on -one coach who talks to that girl um, in the middle of her week and helps her with her writing and keeps her on track. Or uh, there's a coach that helps her with her STEAM project because each girl in each cohort does a group uh, capstone project at the end of the program. And we have these amazing coaches that interact with these girls. Sometimes these coaches are grad students, age 24, 25 years old in uh, UC Berkeley in their graduate PhD program at Stanford. Stanford is very involved in the program. And so we have just amazing people that are interacting with these girls on a daily basis. And it's just fun. It's fun. Um, it's fun. But I, I can honestly say that the transformation is real, but the transformation wouldn't happen unless you have these uh, relationships, these close relationships uh, in, in a young girl's life. Renee, as, as I look at the website and I read that you've got about 200 girls that you get into the program, you've got about 40 mentors. And mm -hmm. I do want and I do want to get to, you know, maybe if there's somebody listening that's in a position that says, you know what, I'm a person of color. This is the this is what I do. I think I can be of value to your girls. I want to get to that connection in a minute. But first of all, most importantly, how, how does this how do you stay in business? How do people 
get involved? How do people donate? What can they do as they hear about this and go, this is something that is important to our community. It's important to our young girls to, to keep them moving forward. I want to help. Yes. How do they go about doing that? Thanks, Vince. Yes, it is really important. A lot of people think that you got to have, you know, a whole bunch of money to support a nonprofit. But, um, you know, nonprofits are made out of, you know, uh, folks giving uh, $50, $25. Sometimes people will be a monthly donor because they want to give more, but they don't have a lot they can give. And so, you know, a $25 monthly donation, it helps. It helps tremendously. And I get people who have never heard of the program, that stumbled on our program, go on our website, go to the donate button and literally make a contribution. I would love folks to sign up to be monthly donors. You can discontinue your, your donation anytime you want, but every single month by clockwork, we would get um, a small gift. And that gift goes toward us being able to serve as many girls as possible. And it also pays for our girls to have um, these, uh, me being able to attract some of the best instructors and mentors and role models for the girls. But the money also supports um, you know, books and all the things that we give our girls to help them in um, believing in themselves and, and, and building a sense of confidence. So I would just say, um, if you don't know the program, don't worry, you can still give because it it's a community, it's a village that helps us stay um, a thriving organization. And right now, donations are down significantly for most nonprofits. And Cinnamon Girl is no different. We are struggling. And we would love to have uh, folks just go on our website, go to the donate button. Um, and, and you don't have to give. If you can give a huge gift, great. But um, all size donations are welcome. What about mentors? Uh, I know you've got a collection and you're always looking to improve. What if somebody's listening to this and they, you know what, I want to maybe offer my skills in one of your various programs. How do they go about doing that? Um, they, they will go to the website and go contact us. And it literally comes to me or my phone. I will get the message directly and I will be the one to respond. But I have to just underscore that we're not looking just for girls of color, mentors of color. We, we want all mentors to come and give their skills. If you are at a point where you know you can offer a young girl something special, I say give us a call because we're looking specifically for uh, mentors and coaches in the area of entrepreneurship and STEAM and writing. Uh, and so if, um, and, and our, if you'll look at our, our volunteers, they are very diverse. I have uh, anywhere from, you know, professors to grad students to CEOs and C-level executives, all the way down to just, you know, program managers and college uh, students who want to give. So it, it really is a village. I will welcome all the volunteers um, that come. So please just come fill out your, um, send me your information. We're also in need of really strong board members that can literally move the organization to a higher level because we're in a major growth spurt. And you'll see it on the website that we're launching Steam Girl and Entrepreneur Girl over the next six months. And I need um, a great board uh, to support this, this growth. Renee, we, we both have daughters. I've yeah. got two. Uh, we both know that in this world, you touched on it a little bit earlier about social media 
And we both have probably had those conversations with our kids about why are you on your phone all the time? <laughs> there, there are so many distractions now for kids, you know, boys and girls, and the challenges that they have and the way the world operates where their thoughts, whether it's through Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, are immediately put out there, sometimes good and sometimes not so good. And they're receiving those types of messages as well, being bombarded back and forth on these are certain ways you should you should be, whether they're good or bad. How do you help the kids? How do you help the girls fight through that noise, which is an ongoing challenge for all of us as parents? It is. It is a challenge. And we have um, so layered throughout the program as we meet with the girls and have these master classes and these Zoom sessions. Um, we also have what we call sister chats. And that's when the older girls get to mentor the younger girls and the mentors are also participating. And let me tell you, the older girls, they are keenly aware of the mental strain that that phone often brings on a young, a young person's mindset and they understand how they need to protect their mindset. So I've had cinnamon girls mentor other girls and saying, I'm off all social media for the next month. I mean, they they are they are brilliant and they know how to coach one another. But they have there's a lot of great advice that comes out of, you know, just the phone and uh, social media and um, where bullying and a lot of negative things may take place. And so all of that is often discussed within a cinnamon girl uh, meeting. And so we I just encourage you guys, we will also do. Um, meetings or, or, or safe spaces for girls that may not be in our cohort that we may do for the entire public. So um, there are tons of ways that we communicate and get girls to think about um, their mental awareness and how to, how to combat some of the negative influences that are on all forms of media. And it's not just our phone, right? It's everywhere. It's literally in the music that these girls are listening to. It's, um, it's on billboards, it's on Netflix, it's all, it's just everywhere. And so uh, we have um, a couple of stories too in our new anthology that talk about um, mental stability. And uh, and so the girls, this is this is probably one of the top three topics that are on the cinnamon girls mind is literally uh, dealing with the mental stress that this world is putting on all girls and not just girls of color. But girls of color are just as vulnerable. Renee Richard is the CEO, executive director of Cinnamon Girl. This has been ongoing, you said, for 18 years. I wonder, Renee, if if you can take me back, was there an epiphany for you? Was there something that that struck you that said, this is now my new path, this is my passion, and I, and I believe this is a way that I can make a difference in my community? How did that come about? It was, and I'll tell you just a short story. I was, um, I was a new mom. I had, um, uh, uh, I had three kids in four years, and I was exhausted, and I just knew that I wanted my kids to be um, well, well educated. And so education is a big deal for me. And so I put my kids, I, I don't have a lot of money, but we put our kids it's through um, a, a private school education. And I saw firsthand what um, a lot of the wealthier kids were getting in their education. And I just thought, oh my Lord, 
if I don't get involved with my younger brothers and sisters at the time, they were really my sons and daughters, but if I don't get involved and do something, we'll never close this gap. Um, I saw my kids in their private schools traveling all over the world. I saw them learning how to read music. How they were taking multiple instrument lessons, taking multiple languages. They just had an immersion of worldliness that was incomparable, uncomparable. So I, I decided that I needed to do something for my uh, parents and families that were raising, you know, high achieving kids. And what I've decided that, you know, I was going to create an organization for girls, girls of color um, that would be of all economic groups and um, that I would have um, very high achieving um, standards for my group but that anybody would be welcome to the group. And we are not an exclusive organization. So if a Caucasian girl identifies and wants to be part of Cinnamon Girl, I welcome her. But my point is that I have a group of girls that are some high achieving and some not so high achieving. And so that critical mass eventually prevails. And my girls that are lower achieving end up become high achieving girls because they are being mentored by these girls and these high performing leaders. And so it just um, eventually it, it just pans out where all the girls are literally uh, college bound after they figure uh, after they finish two or three years in the program. And they're doing some amazing things that they never thought possible. And they've made friendships with girls that they never thought possible. So it is just a um, it's a it's a phenomenal way of getting to know different girls. Much of them are Latinas and African-Americans, but everybody is welcome. And the issues that we do deal with primarily are girls that are issues that are on black and brown girls. As parents, we both know that despite what our kids think, that we don't have a favorite child, you know, whether it's my son or my two daughters, they're all equal in my in my house, in my heart, in my soul. Mm -hmm. Some days are better than others, as it is for any parent. And it's maybe unfair to ask you this through 18 years of success stories. Can you can you look back and pick out a, a moment or two or, or just a, a general feeling of what you've been able to see and maybe kids that have gone through the program that have come back and they've helped your program? Where, where do you go with, with that question? Yes. Well, I, I have... Um... I have a one story. I'm really proud. I have a, a number of girls. I have girls that are literally PhDs and law students and graduate students right now. So I've seen them gravitate. But I have one, one, a few girls. But I'll just mention one. She, she just, she was working with me this past spring, um, and she, I will leave. She's, I'll, I'll, I'll keep her name uh, hidden. But she is a beautiful girl. She literally is 27 years old. Just bought her house. She spent four years in, no, she spent five years with Cinnamon Girl. So she started with us when she was 13, went all the way until she graduated, went on to American University. I gave her advice about, you know, student loans and, you know, buying a piece of property at the, at the, at the first opportunity you can't, you, you can buy property. Anyway, this young girl was a sponge and she just took all the information that me and all of her mentors and her mom and everybody in her life had given her. And she's literally 20, I think she was 26, 27 years old, just bought a duplex, um, paid off all her student loans. 
She did not have money to go to college. So she literally worked throughout college and took loans out. She's just done a phenomenal job. I've highlighted her in our newsletter because this is the kind of young woman that we are nurturing. Uh, we are giving girls financial literacy um, uh, um, information as well as understanding the, the possibilities of having a global mindset through travel, learning non-traditional career paths, learning how to write compellingly. Um, these are all the things that we believe are key for any young girl, whether she's college bound or not. And as a result, we have seen some amazing girls do some phenomenal things in the last uh, 15 years. Well, looking at the, the information on the website, you've got the Passport Book Club, Travel Girl, Write Your Story, Steam Girl, Entrepreneur Girl, Inspiring Girls Destined for Greatness. It, 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 you're doing some amazing things, Renee. It's, it sounds so powerful. And it's if I'm a parent listening to this, I've got to find a way to, to get involved and get my child in this in this program to to learn and grow. Like you said, it's not just your own community, which is important, and it strengthens your own community if you're able to go out and see other communities and bring that back to where you are. So, uh, kudos to you, Renee. It's been a it's been a fascinating conversation. I appreciate learning all about this, and uh, thanks so much for joining us on the Community Spotlight. It's Cinnamon Girl, one word, Cinnamon Girl org is where all the information is on the programs, how you can get involved, and most importantly, how you can donate to uh, keep this program up and running. Renee, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Vince. I appreciate the time and um, look for the anthology. That one is coming out. And those are some awesome stories that your kids will be able to read and indulge in. Renee Richard, the CEO, Executive Director of Cinnamon Girl, our guest on our Community Spotlight. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.